0: Walking with her little four year old daughter, and the girl picked up something from the ground and started to put it in her mouth. And mom tells, you know, what happened in her own words. She said, I took the item away from her and asked her not to do that. And my daughter quickly asked, Why? Because it's been lying outside. You don't know where it's been. It's dirty and it probably has germs, the mom replied. At this point, the little daughter looked at the mother in total admiration and asked, Wow. How do you know all this stuff? And so the mother quickly said, All moms know this stuff. It's on the mommy test. You have to know it or they don't let you be a mommy. (laughs) And they walked in silence for two or three minutes and this little four-year-old girl pondered this new information and then she brilliantly said, Oh, I get it. So if you don't pass the test, you have to be the daddy. (laughs) Mom smiled and replied, Exactly. So today we are going to uh, talk about the ideal woman, the ideal woman. Um, You know, there's a lot of debate out there as to what the ideal woman looks like, uh, what the ideal woman uh, acts like, how she conducts herself. And the good news for all of us today is that we actually have written uh, proof of what the ideal woman is. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to let you be seated. And we're just going to to get into this today. This is Mother's Day. I do want to take just a few minutes and talk about... The ideal woman, uh, her name is Kathy. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. She would kill me. Man, she'd kill me. Uh, But when you ask, like, what is the ideal woman, you're going to get a variety of responses. You're going to get, you know, some people say the ideal woman is one who will obey your every whim, she'll wait on you hand and foot, and literally worship the ground you walk on. I think that the word for this is male chauvinism. And then other people say the ideal woman can do the work of two men, and if women were prime ministers and presidents, then wars would end, and uh, unemployment would be eliminated, the world hunger would be a thing of the past. I think the word for this is neo-feminism. But the truth lies somewhere in between male chauvinism (laughs) and neo-feminism. You don't have to look very far, though, if you really want to see what an ideal woman looks like because we have her description in the Bible. Her description is found in Proverbs 31. That's why I had you turn there. And today we're going to read together verses 10 through 31. We're going to read out of the New American Standard Bible and whatever version you have. But this is what uh, I read when I read Proverbs 31, verse 10. It is the description of a worthy woman. Verse 10 says, An excellent wife who can find... Well, I did. Thank you very much. For her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She doesn't need to go to the gym for that. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself, her Clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. So this is God's description. This is not my description. This is God's description of the ideal woman. And God isn't a chauvinist. He is our Creator. Ladies, uh, He designed and created you. Amen. And He knows what will satisfy you. He knows what will bring fulfillment in your life. You would be wise if you would acquaint yourself with this lady and make her your role model. And keep in mind that this proverb was not written to make you feel guilty or to place unrealistic expectations on your life. It was written to build you up and to show you your God-given potential. Let's notice two items today about the ideal woman, the person she is and the praise she deserves. But let's start with the person that she is. We find, first of all, that she is a valuable wife. Ladies, this isn't to say that you will never fulfill your role in life if you are single. Heavens, no. I mean... The Bible teaches that marriage is an honorable relationship. And this is between a man and a woman. But the Bible also places great honor on being single. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 tells us that there are some things a single person can do for God that a married person can't. So don't ever let anyone make you feel like a second class person just because you're single. Because if you are married, that's good. But you should be married because you intend to be married. And then realize that after you are married, God intends for you and expects you to be a valuable wife like the lady mentioned, the woman in Proverbs 31. Do you know what made her such a valuable wife? Uh, let, let's look at verses 10 through 12. It says, uh, if you if you would, somebody, can somebody just... Shout out what you uh, what you see in that verse. What what is what does the verse say about the valuable wife? She earned her husband's respect. What is verse put put verse ten up on the screen, Sister Geta? She's like I'm trying, Pastor. Her her price is far above rubies. What does verse twelve say or eleven say? I'm sorry. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her. Do you know that there are a lot of people out there that they basically don't know if they can trust each other? There's not a lot of trust in their relationship. And so verse 11 says, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that she shall have, he shall have no need of spoil. And then what does verse 12 say? She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Can I, just, can I just notice a few things here? She earns her husband's respect by working with him and not against him. My wife and I have observed over and over and over too many couples that work against each other. It could be so much better if they would just work together. If they would work as a team. But we have Proverbs 31 that shows us an example of what a marriage team should look like. What an example for us to follow. Husbands and wives, moms and dads working together as a team and not competing as opponents. You're on the same team. You have the same goal. When one of you looks bad, you both look bad. When one of you looks good, you both look good. Well... So here's the goal. We want to build. We want to provide for. We want to maintain a godly family. And ladies, you can be a valuable wife if you work with your husband to reach that goal. So she's a valuable wife, but not only is she a valuable wife, she is a vigorous worker. Husband and wife should have a goal to build, provide for, maintain this godly family, and so they work hard to reach that goal. Can I just say it like this? Parents, we shouldn't be lazy, especially when it comes to our family. The ideal woman of Proverbs 31 is in a lazy woman. Uh, Look at verse 15. She riseth while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. Look at verse 27. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. She works hard at home. You know, they, they say that a woman's work is never done. You saw those mounting uh, dishes up there, you know, dishes and laundry, and it seems like you, you just get them done. It's, it was wonderful not too long ago. Uh, my daughter, she thought she had conquered the laundry and like literally within two hours. It, it was like so much again. And she said, it's like, it's like it never ends. Amen. And I said, it does not ever end. One one Mother's Day, several Mother's Day ago, probably four or five years ago, I decided I was going to give my wife the the gift of all of the laundry in the house being done. There was not a sock or a pair of underwear or a t-shirt left. I did all of. But by the end of the day, when we got home from church, guess what? There was clothes to be cleaned. Right. She works hard at home. They say that when a woman uh, goes about her work and she gets finished, that uh, she, for, for what her reward is she gets to do it all over again the next day. Do you know what the most demanding job in the world is? It's being a mother. It's being a wife. Think about it. Mom has to nurse. She has to be the nurse. She has to be the teacher. She has to be the child psychologist. She has to be the dietitian, the housekeeper, and the cook. And then it takes hard work to maintain her family. So ladies, I know it's a lot of work. And I'm just going to tell you, we cannot keep up with you. Our hat is off to you. Uh, but just don't get lazy. Don't get lazy. That's what the Bible says. An ideal woman is not lazy. So don't be lazy. <laughs> now, can I, while I'm on that, can I say husbands, don't be lazy either. Yes. Appreciate the hard work, the work that your wife does at home and give her a hand be a help. You can cook every once in a while, even if all you can do is order pizza, you know, or warm up a DiGiorno. Everybody, you know, look, we can all learn how to make something. Uh, you, you know, you can help when there's dishes, and, you know, you, you, can, you can do a few of those things. If all you do is pick up after yourself, and at least help in that way, right? I didn't get a whole lot of amens. I got two women that were really quietly like, Amen. <laughs> she works hard at home. She works hard at the job. Let's look at verse 18. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. And what about verse 24? She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchants. These verses describe a career woman. She's busy buying, selling, and trading and she's taking care of her family all at the same time, it might shock you to realize that the Bible does not condemn a woman who works outside the home. Now, I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but the ideal woman of Proverbs 31 works outside the home and inside the home, and she's commended and not condemned. Just thought you might want to know that. Ladies, if you don't have to work outside the home, take advantage of it. You know, uh, focus on ministering to your husband, raising your children. Uh, but if you have to find employment outside the home, don't feel like you're a bad wife or a bad mother because you're not. You're being a good wife and a good mother because you're helping provide for your family. So she works hard. The job she works hard at home, and guess what? She even, ladies, I'm just, just hold on, guys, buckle your seatbelts. She even works hard when she shops. Amen. I knew y'all were going to... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What I was going to say, it's start getting lively in here. Look at look at verse 13. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household a portion to her maiden. She considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She plants a vineyard. You know... I'm just going to say this. I'm, I cannot speak for all wives. I can't speak for all ladies. Guys, That this is not your experience, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but I am thankful that I have a wife that actually is smart when she shops. She doesn't go buy things at the peak of their... Expense, You know, she waits till those things come way down before she buys them. She buys things when things are changing seasons, and and she'll be very crafty, and if she thinks she can find it cheaper somewhere else, well, she will look before we make the purchase. And uh, contrary to what most people know about us, my wife is the saver, and I am the spender of the family. I know some of you probably already knew that, but anyways... I appreciate a wife that knows how to shop. It's commendable. She's really, really loving this (laughs) too much, a little too much. She knows the value of the dollar and she doesn 't squander the family livelihood, uh, you know and, and there are times when you know basically she 's trying to do the best she can and i 'm trying to do the best I can. And there are times when you know I really I should have just said, "Hey, you take care of the money, you know you, you do it because she 's actually pretty good when she shops and keeps things uh, she keeps a good budget, but the ideal woman is a valuable wife she 's a vigorous worker and She's a virtuous woman. Our society places a lot of importance, a lot of weight on a. I shouldn't. Weight's not a good word there. They place a lot of emphasis on a woman's looks. But there's more to the ideal woman than her looks. See where I shouldn't have used that word there. She has substance. She has virtue. Verse 20 describes the compassion that she shows. And verse 25 is describing the character that she has. And verse 26 describes the counsel that she gives. Can I just sum it all up and say that the ideal woman is Christ-like? Ladies, what an example for us to follow. Uh, There's nothing wrong with wanting to look your best, but remember, it's far more important that you be a woman of substance and you be a woman of virtue like the woman in Proverbs 31. You really need to get acquainted with this woman and make her your role model. For example, uh, her example that you watch her and you follow her and you emulate her, she will help you find fulfillment and satisfaction in life. I could just close here, but there's one last section that I need to mention. And that is, we talked about the woman she is. Let's talk about the praise she deserves. Ladies, if you can't get behind this, then I don't know. I I don't know. Proverbs uh, 31.28 says, Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Amen. For the most part, I preach to the ladies. But I don't want the rest of you to feel left out. They're like, well, it's Mother's Day, You know, it's okay. But let me preach to the rest of us for just a few minutes. The last four verses of Proverbs 31 say that a godly woman deserves to be... Oh, you did read that. So then why don't we do it? The last four verses tells us though the godly woman, the good woman, when she is being like... God or Christ-like, she should be praised. So husbands, teenagers, children, do you know why we ought to praise the godly women in our lives? I'm going to give you a few reasons. Number one, because it feels good. It feels good to be positive. It feels good to say positive things about the people in our lives, but there are some people who just don't like to praise others. I'm talking about the cranks, the misfits, and the scrooges of the world who seldom praise anybody. They have an inner sickness of the soul that yields to criticism, complaining, sarcasm, and general joylessness in their lives. I want to take such people, and sometimes myself, and shake us and say, hey, wake up. I'm sure there is rottenness in this world, but Jesus Christ has made us more than conquerors, and He gives us every reason to be positive and happy. So stop grumbling. Get yourself together. Amen. And get hooked on praises because it feels ten times better to praise than it does to condemn. Amen. Man, feels so much better. It's going to do wonders for your health. That's why you should praise your wife. Because... It makes things so much better. You'll feel better. Like who feels good after they have picked at their wife? Nobody feels good. No, that doesn't make anybody feel good. So the first reason I think we should praise the women in our lives is because it feels good. You know, pretty simple. The second reason is because it honors God. Since God made the world and is at work in it, it is possible to praise Him indirectly by praising something that He made or praising something that exalts Him. Can I I just give you a a simple illustration? If you praise my children, Kathy and I feel honored. If you start talking about how awesome my kids are, we're just kind of (laughs) like... That's the way it is with God. When we start talking good about each other and we start saying how wonderful, man, you're just wonderful and you are doing such great things and it's so great to know you. And we praise like that. Amen. It honors God. When we recognize wonderful traits about each other, amen, and we're able to encourage and strengthen like Sister Kathy told us today where our mission is to encourage and uplift mothers. That's a good thing. So it feels good. It honors God. And guess what? It strengthens godly women. It strengthens Godly. There's always temptations that allure us away from God, and we need encouragement from time to time. We all need somebody to say to us or somebody that's, you know, really in our lives to say, "You know what, you're doing a good job." You're doing a good job. I, I can remember there were times whenever my wife, uh, when when our children were younger, and you know we're the we're pastoring the church, and you know the the kids are running around, and things were just. Chaotic and it was crazy, and people don't understand it was all that she could do sometimes just to even be dressed and be in church. And uh, you know, she, she would tell me, she'd say, Honey, I some days I just feel so carnal, I don't even feel like I get anything at church, and I'm so busy at home, and there's just so much going on. And, and, and every once in a while, somebody in her life that meant something to her would say, hey, I just wanted you to know you're doing a great job with these kids. They're, they're well behaved, they're dressed, they're, you know, whatever. And it would just make her feel good. Now we knew it sometimes that our kids weren't well behaved. But we didn't need anybody to point that out to us. What we needed was somebody to say, hey, you're doing a good job. Just hang in there. <laughs> yeah. I know you're losing your mind some days, but it's okay. You'll get those marbles back eventually. <laughs> That's what you need somebody to tell you. I see some of you smiling. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Strengthen the godly women in your life. You're only going to better yourself by strengthening them. Now, let me wrap up here. Now, I know this is kind of going to be very somber. I don't usually get this somber, but this is kind of a serious matter to me. I think we need to treat the women in our lives I think we need to treat them with honor we need to treat them with respect we need to praise them um, we need to talk good about them we need to talk good to them and God forbid that this would happen but suppose something happened this week and you had to go to that godly woman's funeral what would you wish that you had said to her Mother's Day here Why don't you tell her today? Why don't you call her on the phone? I know she may not have been the most ideal mother. I know she might not have been perfect, but why don't you tell her what you need to tell her today? What about you husbands? I can tell you right now, if I lost my wife, I would lose my mind with it. Sometimes we get upset over very stupid things. And there's days when I say, man, I need to encourage her more. Why didn't I just say what I felt? Why didn't I encourage her and uplift her? Why was I being so bullheaded? I should be building her up and I should be letting her know how much I appreciate her. We need to live our lives and not wait until people are gone to say what needs to be said. So, I know that's kind of a somber thing, but hey, look at where we are today. We're not promised tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We need to praise these women in our life, these godly women, while we have the chance. We need to let them know how special they are. It is not easy to be a godly woman in this society. So ladies, let me just say as your pastor, I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of your, your stand. I know that it takes honor and dignity for you to walk out of the house dressed modestly and appropriately and carry yourself and conduct yourself in a godly way. So for those of you who have made that your life's mission, thank you. Thank you for representing God well. Thank you for representing this church well. And thank you for representing me, your pastor, well. I want to strengthen you I want this church to be a strength to you. I don't ever want you to feel like we don't love or care about you or that we're just using your gifts and talents. But I want to stop today and I want to say if it weren't for the ladies of this church, there'd be a lot of walls that didn't get painted. There'd be a lot of things that didn't get cleaned. There'd be a lot of meals that didn't get cooked. A lot of people that wouldn't be cared for. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you ladies. You have my praise. You have my encouragement. And today, we honor You. As they come to the music and I close, I do want to say one more thing. If you have somebody that's an ideal woman, or maybe you say, well, Pastor, they don't quite line up to what the Bible says about an ideal woman. Why don't you just encourage them? Anytime that you pray for somebody and you encourage them, it's going to be better than if you nagged and picked at them. So please, if you have somebody in your life and you need to encourage them. You need to say something to them. Don't wait until tomorrow. You're going to get out of here. You're going to be probably home in your pajamas at 5.30, 6 o'clock tonight. Get on your phone. Call that special woman in your life. And let her know how much she means. I know it seems real simple, real trivial, but there's too many people that wait to say things that they should have said. So, if you have an ideal woman, tell her how ideal she is. Tell her how special she is. Would you stand with me? Today, I would say, each and every one of us, there's probably some things that we could all do to become more like the people that God wants us to be. Whether you're a male or a female today, You can be the ideal of who God has intended for you to be. There's people here you've had, uh, you've not grown up around this. You've not been around the Bible and biblical principles. And you're just starting to figure some of this out. It's all new. But can I tell you that even those of us, a few of us that have, we're still learning to be who God wants us to be. You might have been here for a couple months. You might have been here for 20 years. But we're still becoming who God wants us to be. You don't ever get to a place where you've just arrived and everything's perfect. But every day I'm praying, God, help me to be more of who you want me to be. Take away the parts of me that don't please you. And I wonder if we could just find a place today before we go. I wonder if we could just pray that prayer. God. Shape me into who you want me to be. Forgive me for the ways that I'm not like you, and help me to be more like you every day.